0: Well, this time last week, thousands of inspiring, fit, crazy, and slightly mad multi-sporters made their way 243 Ks across the South Island for the coast to coast. And as if there wasn't Hardyacker enough, a group of the elite ones are recovering by backing it up with God's Zone. Now, if you don't know what that is, it's a multi-day, non-stop, expedition-style adventure race this year, being hosted in Tiarnau. Sorry, it's every year, this year, being hosted in Tiarnau. One of those taking part is Christchurch's Molly Spark. Good morning, Molly. How are you?
1: Good morning, Jordan. I'm very well, thank you.
0: Gosh, you're a sucker for punishment, aren't you? <laughs>
1: yeah, no, for some reason I like suffering, don't I? Pushing the body a bit harder than it should be pushed.
0: <laughs> how are you recovering from coast to coast, and how are you feeling about Godzone, I guess? Um,
1: well, I've, I'm pretty happy with my recovery um, from coast to coast. Uh, I think... My part, I mean, you can only go as fast as, uh, I was in a tandem team, so you can kind of only go as fast as each other. And so um, I'm kind of recovering better than I was expecting and I'm all ready to go for God's own now. I had a massage yesterday and getting all my stuff ready, you can start looking at the weather forecast, so it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, because I guess, and, and really won't mind us saying this, is that, you're obviously a gun, especially over Goat's Pass, actually in all aspects of coast to coast. But in some ways, he probably would have reined you back a wee. But do you think that was almost beneficial heading into God's Own Molly?
1: Yes, yeah, no. Nah, I was, I was actually thinking about that, and I was like, no, because if I did do it myself, I know I would have pushed myself to my limits. So it was actually quite good—a last little, final training for the for the main event, which is God's Own in six days so yeah no that's exactly what it was
0: so tell me like how do you even begin to pack for something like gold zone where you could be out in the bush for what up to seven days or something potentially even more with bugger all sleep etc etc like how do you even prepare for that
1: i know it's an absolute logistical nightmare it's 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 awful like i have i'm all packed now but i think we get the logistics planner today or tomorrow which tells you the distances and the um the legs and estimated time, so you can kind of start working out what food you're bringing and what gear you're going to bring and stuff like that so it's it's pretty exciting and before the the day before the race is just it's just your, your head is just going round and round in circles and you kind of just need to get started and then hope for the best when you're racing, really.
0: The thing is as well, you now know what you're getting yourself in for because you've done it before. Um, talk to me about your God's Own experiences so far and I guess how you got into it.
1: Um, yeah, no, so I did the God's Own last year with Team Fair Use, which was team of four kind of... We had two... 18 year olds a 19 year old and then a, a 16 year old and um yeah no so it was in it was a southern traverse last year so it was pretty much traversed the whole South Island and we were pretty lucky with the weather we had amazing weather pretty much the whole time we had a couple of days of rain but that's pretty good but um yeah no Godzone is just it's just a long long race that you get very very little sleep I think we got 15 hours of sleep in eight days or something like that and you just you just have to keep pushing like it's really a mental game like you have to have a good head space otherwise you'll just be like think of the end but you can't think of the end because you just it's just such a long way away that uh it's just it messes with your mind if you think about the finish line you kind of just have to think about the next leg were five kilometres every five kilometres, but yeah, it was it was so fun and it was really, really good to do it with the youth team because we got our name out there for being the youngest team and we're kind of gelling together. We know each other's little quirks and stuff to help each other out, but yeah, it was amazing.
0: With all of that in mind, Molly, the fact that you're out there for days on end, little sleep, like, can you just tell me what you love about that? Because I guess listeners will be thinking, I don't see any fun in that.
1: <laughs> no, that's why it's not very common, Jordan. It's not many like, I suppose, pushing their body to their limits. But uh, I don't know why I enjoy it so much. It's just so rewarding at the end. You just you look back on where you've come from and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe how you can push the body to be like that. Like, And then it puts everything in life in, into perspective. Like you really enjoy a shower, you enjoy a bed, some nice hot food. So it's, it's, yeah, and it's just, it just makes life just amazing. I, I Well, that's what I think at least.
0: Yeah, I get, that's a good way of looking at it, Molly. Um, in Tianao, Fjordland National Park this year, what a beautiful spot. I guess, how well do you know the area and what sort of team prep can be done in advance of knowing exactly where you're going, ways where you can make up ground, et etc. Et like, How much prep do you get with the course? Um, yeah, so
1: it's actually quite exciting because my, the three boys in my team are basically all from Tianao or around Tianao. So it's their home ground, so they're really excited to be able to, you, you know, you always have, if you are from the place where the God Zone is, you definitely have a home ground advantage, but um, it's quite good because we, we've we trained a lot and done races quite a bit in, in Fiordland, so we know the terrain, we know it's a lot steeper and gnarlier than Canterbury, where I'm from, um, and yeah, so we've done lots of races together, so we're 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 used to each other, and um, so it's like very exciting that it's in Tierra now because that's where they're from. So it's, it's quite exciting.
0: Yeah, that is a huge advantage, I guess. And I, uh, the next question was going to be how long, like how many days are we expecting this year?
1: Uh, so it's, uh, I think it's about five hundred and fifty k. So a lot shorter than last year, but I'm assuming that it's going to be a lot steeper because it's the same length of time the winner's going to be winning it. So <laughs> hopefully that's us, but I don't think it will be. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, the winning time is five and a half days this time, and the course is open, I think, for oh, eight or ten days. I can't remember, but a long time. So um, yeah, it, it, it's going to be a long race
0: again <laughs> and so do you have to you're saying you can say that twice I guess uh, the next thing Molly like is there is there cutoffs you have to make throughout that you know five to eight days or five to ten days is there is there cutoffs you have to be making every step of the way yes
1: yeah, so it's it, that's true there is cutoffs and I think uh, there's no cutoffs for like the first couple of days but after a couple of days the, the fields kind of you know, spread out a little bit. There's people that are moving faster. There's people that are moving slower. And if you don't make the cutoffs, you'll get what's called short course, where you'll either not do a whole um, whole leg, they're called. So you might not do like a mountain bike and you might get transported to the, the start of the next league. So they don't like seeing people get pulled off the course. They like seeing people, you know, do their best and, actually walk across the finish line and they've done what you know the the best that they can do so yeah you there's people that will be short course
0: yeah and I guess that's the other thing right is that it's not just uh running and you know I guess crawling sometimes if it's steep enough um but like (laughs) you're also you're on your bike and you're also paddling right
1: yes that's right yeah so um I think there'll be another big league uh, where you have to take your pack crafts and your packs, and so it's called a pack craft trek. Where most of the time that means it will be a longer, a longer section. So maybe three days of, you know, not seeing your support crew or seeing a person. Really, you'll be seeing hopefully other teams, but um, yeah. So yeah.
0: I was about to ask that. Does it get quite lonely out there? Like, do you how how often do you run into other teams, or is it really just your team, literally against the world?
1: Yeah, no, it does get lonely out there, especially when you've got nothing else to say to your teammates and everyone's just head down and not talking for hours on end. But it's always really exciting seeing another team, a new, fresh set of people to talk to. You meet so many nice people and You have really, you have conversations that you wouldn't just have over a coffee, or you know, because everyone's just so sleep deprived, and you actually wake up a little bit when other teams around. You don't, you know, fall asleep walking, and yeah, so you're often with other teams, and you sometimes can be with teams for you know twelve hours, but then one team goes one way and the other team goes the other, and see who gets to the checkpoint and the transitions faster.
0: Gosh, and so who's in charge in your team of, I guess, the compass, of telling you where you're going? Is it is it always a team decision, or have you got someone who sort of leads the logistics front of things in that respect?
1: Yeah, so we've all got our, our, our main roles. Um, we've got two navigators, so Finn and Dean are our navigators, and they're great. Like I can't believe how amazing they do with being how young they are. So, yeah, no, they're in charge of the compass. Don't get me on the compass. I'm, <laughs> I'll just, I'll stay in one or go the other direction. I can't navigate, so.
0: <laughs> oh, how good. And so so, what's your role? What's your lead?
1: Um, The team motivator.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that was actually going to be my next question. What is the key <laughs> to keeping morale high?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I would say I'm the one who hopefully keeps the, Keeps a positive attitude and keeps everyone in check. But um, yeah, I don't know. You just—it's really hard because everyone will have highs and lows. Even I will have lows and highs. And um, it's just hopefully you're not all low at the same time because otherwise that would be terrible. Mm. But most of the time, there'll be someone who's feeling good who can you know push the pace or maybe drop back a little bit because everyone's feeling feeling tired. But, yeah, it's really hard. You just you kind of have to learn how your team dynamics are and you can kind of tell when someone's feeling low and, yeah, just, you know, feeding them, helping them out is, yeah, most of the time yeah. they'll get through it.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, you are the best person for that Molly, you're an absolute pocket rocket, a ball of energy, a positive ray of light, all of those cliches you are it <laughs> uh, I guess just lastly, for the next few days, you've only got a few days before you'll head into the bush, how do you treat those few days?
1: Um, eating sleeping <laughs> rest, pretty much yeah, so you actually go into the god zone a little bit heavier than what you should probably be, but yeah. You know, you're you're not gonna be um eating as much as you were when you're at home because you just can't carry that much stuff and you're just exercising pretty much twenty four hours a day for eight days in a row. So, yeah, no, you just have to try sleep a lot and just mentally prepare yourself
0: for a big adventure. <laughs> Gosh! Well, all the very best, Mole. I can't wait to um, follow you and your team, Fair Youth, over the next week or so. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, as I say, wish you all the very best.
1: Thank you so much, and um, enjoy watching the dots because apparently it's harder than actually doing the race. But I don't think that's very true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about that one either, Molly. But um, look, I'll keep that in mind when I'm watching the dots, and I'll feel like I'm doing lots of work watching you from the sidelines. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like you'll be awake in the middle of the night watching the, well, the dots.
0: <laughs> yeah, I will be. You can count on it. All the very best, Mo. Thank you so much for your time.
1: Thanks, Jordan. Thank you so much.